So, you misclicked and you were trying to click in maybe a Dado or a My Name is Vife video and you've clicked on mine. Well, first I apologize, but um, let's be honest, you are too far from the remote anymore, so you have to deal with me now. Welcome. This is something out of the norm for myself, as if you're familiar with my content, I generally do a weekly news show called the Easy Cheapers Gaming Podcast that goes live every single Friday. Uh, but this week, I'm doing something a little different. I've dipped my toes in Destiny concept before, and I would like to do it again. Uh, this time, specifically, something that is draw the ire of many people in the Destiny community, uh, the raid. Specifically, the contest raid. Specifically, the day one. Not really day one anymore, huh? Day two raid? 48-hour raid? 48-hour clears? Who knows? But let's talk about... Something that everyone has been talking about the last couple of days and something I think I can give a unique perspective as I think I'm considered a filthy casual to most, although I am definitely not casual by any means. But I definitely think I should give my thoughts on this specific controversy is much too strong of a word because in the end, this doesn't really matter. But let's just talk about the day one raid, shall we? Root of Nightmares. Nezeract, we are tasked to go kill him. Now, of course, the raid starts very beautifully, and if you're watching on YouTube, you are watching um, actually one of my clan mates' footage I did not record. This is something I actually didn't plan on, but I actually wanted to throw my hat in the ring uh, to kind of start out this conversation that's been going on these last couple days. When discussing or at least hearing about the initial conversation around this raid, it was about, wow, this was easy or easier it, by some people's margins or um, too easy. You hear this a lot, right, from the top top players. And I always found that quite interesting. As as soon as we cleared, um, we, we did our first clear in about 19 hours, quite quite a long time especially compared to other people now a little bit of a background this is actually my personal first day one clear and i believe it's everyone that i did it with first day one clear as well uh previously i had not even made it halfway through either day one rating experience through numerous reasons that i won't bore you with right now but i wanted to discuss uh a perspective of a dirty filthy casual on how the day one rating experience went, what I think happened, and what I think maybe should change. Now let's start with the juicy bit, right? The actual difficulty, or maybe lack thereof, depending on who you're asking and talking to. Upon opening the encounter, first off, um, I, and I'm not going to say anything unique with this, but this place is beautiful. I mean, the terraformed... Witnesses Pyramid is one of the most beautiful things I think I've seen in Destiny, period. And one of the most beautiful things I've seen in, in a lot of gaming. Of course, it doesn't match with a lot of modern games that I would bring up, but it is very good in, when you bring in the scope of what Destiny does. It is a very, very beautiful experience, and I commend Bungie for doing that. And uh, the music, of course, is always great. And this is, nonetheless, the fact here. But, of course, with that opening encounter, uh, you are introduced to the mechanic of the raid. I think that's kind of a lot of people's issues specifically around that, right? You were kind of shown 
what the rest of the raid's gonna be. Similar to Vow, but the only difference is Vow, uh, whereas there's a lot more going on as you are tasked to remember all of these different symbols. I think there's a total of 18 or something. I don't remember the full number, but uh, Vow is a much more intense experience uh, versus the experience of this raid where uh, you kind of learn the mechanic immediately and you know it for the pretty much the rest of the raid. You, you are going to shoot a light seed and you're going to make a chain of light seeds leading to the end goal being this kind of flower platform. Uh, and it's just an ad clear encounter, which I actually love ad clear. I actually love the enemy density in this first encounter. It's very, uh, although I have the criticism of Vow being like that kind of, everything's like dark and everything's pyramidy and all looks kind of the same. You kind of get that same flavor here, but you at least see monuments and, and, and buildings or whatever these things are. Uh, so you're at least seeing some environment inside of these buildings rather than you're just seeing this kind of flat plane where there's not really much going on aside from whatever mechanics you're doing. And it did really feel like there was a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, and I loved the... Uh, I was actually tasked with um, extending the wipe mechanic, so killing the um, Tormentors, um, which we did pretty easily because I just ran div and completely annihilated these guys with, with of course, help from my teammates. Um, but upon doing that and, and all of my teammates figuring out the mechanics while I just kind of spent the entire time at clearing, that's kind of where I was in my element. I was actually enjoying myself quite a bit. I did still find some difficulty in it, but I I am with the overall majority of people saying this, that I remember vividly <laughs> one of my teammates saying, is contest mode on? I remember that very clearly, and it did kind of feel that way. Um, you were kind of mowing stuff down very, very quickly. Um, we all, I believe everyone was running a machine gun. So, I mean, you could really just sit there and just blow apart these guys. And if you're running a, <clears throat> particularly a void machine gun, which is like top five of all machine guns in the game, like half of them are void anyway. So you, the, the odds are you are, you're going to be generating ammo via a artifact perk the entire time so as you're getting kills you have a higher chance of generating the ammo now i know there's interesting things with bungie's ammo economy in terms of how things are made i'm not going to get into that but bare bones if you're using a void weapon you're going to be getting more ammo and of course you want to be using void weapons almost the entire time because of separate artifact perks so it did make the opening counter quite easy once you figure out the mechanics it really is just execution and staying alive and that was one thing that it, it takes six repetition, and once you get it down, pack, you're good. Using supers, killing these tormentors, buying your teammates more time. You know, after a while, it it becomes easy to the point where it feels like an opening encounter. I I think that was I think the difficulty in opening is actually kind of nice on contest. I think most people probably disagree with that, but I actually enjoy that much more than <clears throat> a heavy mechanic. Uh, or a heavier mechanic like Vow, as Vow is fun after a while, but you're really just kind of running around in an arena, and you're just kind of killing these dudes. After a while, it gets old, but under contest, it was much more difficult, I would say, Vow was, uh, versus this, of course. That's really all I have to say about the first guy. Let's move on to the second decision. 
Now, with this encounter, um, I think is a prime example, actually, of why this raid falls down for a lot of people. Specifically, as in this section, there really is only one threat, and it's the barrier champion that spawns. Uh, and that's it. In a day one setting, that thing, you're dead if you do not insta-kill that thing. You, you you will die. And as long as you're able to do that, I think our my team cleared it in like... I was actually reviewing the footage uh, so I can make this compilation for you guys. I think it was like three hours. Something. That's... I mean, that's... We are not we are not the craziest of people. We actually didn't... Like, again, we haven't cleared it before. Now, this is technically my our team's first time actually together uh on a day one raid like fully all the way through so that is of course a little different than other teams but once you kind of deal with the barrier the encounter is rather simple and again we're back to the we it's the same as the last encounter the only difference is oh my god there's a dark seed this time we got to do the same thing but there's man cannons that shoot back and forth there halo by the way uh, you can very much see the roots of Bungie's design there, especially with this specific map that Halo is known for. But the little man cannon feature in, in a Bungie game where physics aren't the best uh, was an interesting choice by Bungie, let's, uh, let's say, as when you're shooting this thing, it, it really is sometimes a flip of the coin if you're going to make it. Uh, now, you can fix that, of course, with the Eager Edge Sword. Um, or if you're a hunter, I feel like hunters are much, much better equipped to survive these jumps. Warlocks uh, are fine. It, it, as long as you jump midway through, I, I've, I was always having, I wasn't having too much trouble clearing it, but I was on Titan for that one. Um, but really, I don't have too much to add for this encounter because it's just, it really is kind of cut and dry. And again, I think this is kind of what starts people's ire with this raid as it, it shows oh, this is just going to be the raid. Let's see if, in, and of course, in a day one environment, like, well, let's see if it gets different in, in the next counter. And it sure does. I don't think it, it, it gets different um, quite enough to make people not upset, though. But uh, I was rather shocked at the, I, I, it was almost an attempt at a spectacle. It almost felt like it's meant to be more fun than it is challenging because you are really shooting across from either side. So it kind of looks like they might have adjusted enemy density because maybe you'll lose some reses to just the launchers. I'm not really sure. It is an interesting question that you have to ask yourself once you're making this. If you are Bungie, like, hey, we know we don't have the best physics. And I'm sure when they plus test, like they were dying or being hit to one shot or like weren't quite making the clearing. So I'm curious if they actually adjusted some variations of where they planned to have bosses spawn and of course the uh shielded enemy spawn based on how their physics engine isn't really like a hundred percent right let's move on to the third kind of macrochasm now this is awesome and this is again nothing unique here everyone's gonna say this exact sentiment right macrocosm is awesome because there's plant this is there's planets above us we have to move them to like stop this white mechanic if the, if this white mechanic goes through this they this uh stigity is creep uh, performed and it blows you up and awesome again day one it was great i actually liked the day one experience here the only downside is the boss's health is pretty lacking um the boss's health was laughable and the 
I don't know how long the final stand is, but I've never seen it. So, like, you'd think you'd at least see it one time in any shape or form, like maybe a Reddit clip or something. Uh, but I have not seen anyone post anything about it, so it might be, like, way too long because... If no, I've never seen it. I'm pretty hardcore into Destiny as in form of like social media presence. It's like I, I follow a bunch of people. I follow Reddits and all these things. I feel like I should have at least seen or heard how long it is. So if I haven't, I feel like it's way too long. And again, this is another example of my team actually just needed to be able to survive. We weren't actually having trouble with damage at all. Um, it was just us needing to live. We actually got the majority of this raid done and I believe under eight hours, I want to say. I, I should have reviewed the footage to have the full stats for you, but I want to say it was around there and doing this specific encounter, it was really just us dying when we were moving back and forth. It wasn't really anything else killing us. It, it was just us moving through the boss. I don't... And the boss was booping some people for sure, so I'm sure that killed a lot of people. Some stomping, I'm sure, was happening. Uh, a couple people were unprepared for the Colossus. Of course, the Colossus can spawn, like, next to you and immediately stomp, so I think that got a couple people too. And if you did not, if that Colossus, I, and I don't know if anyone else has had this issue, the Colossus AI seems a bit finicky, because I was able to, like, kind of stand in front of him, and it looks like he doesn't shoot for a second, or a couple seconds, because I've, like, I was running, actually, a Starfire Warlock on this encounter. I ran Titan the rest of the raid. Um, because I was actually worried about DPS. Lol. Um, but when I started doing this, I threw, uh, you know, I would throw the grenade. I, you know, I had an item immediately. Insta-nuke this guy. But there was a couple times where I'd stand there and I'd do all my abilities and he would never react to anything. So, I don't know if his AI was a little messed up or, or if he can spawn in messed up or bugged or something. But that might have affected some of the difficulty in this encounter as well. As I felt like half the time he would just kind of spawn in and kind of look around. Be a little confused. As if he's a little confused. Like, oh, I wasn't told <laughs> like what the environment looks like. So, I'm kind of like taking it all in just like you are, bro. Um, but, of course, figuring out the mechanic for... Um, that encounter is very cool seeing all the planets move and, and get locked in and then you look in the middle add in all these planets everything moves very beautifully together very much a spectacle encounter versus i feel like they very they had trouble figuring out like how do we make this difficult because everything spawns together i feel like in, in destiny when you have things spawning in the same exact area um, like together in a perfect circle that's just begging for a grenade and it, that just insta wipes like an entire like ink like a ad group so when, if you could do that multiple times it it feels hard to get overwhelmed uh we actually did very good with ad control i feel like i at no point i want to say in the day one was was i really like screaming like we gotta kill these ads it was really the only time was when we were getting ready for dps and we we're like hey let's make sure everything's clear um but but um, but yeah, from the from this from my perspective on this one, I I like the encounter. But again, uh, it really is at the end of the day, hold X here and then run around and hold X at another spot. Now, and I say hold X, of course, on Xbox, I showing my ass here a little bit. But at the end of the day, it wasn't too again complicated. And I think of the the top players want something a little more complicated. I'm going to discuss what the top players. I'm going to put that in quotes. The top players want. Uh, a little bit later, but 
that's all I have, I think, to add about this third encounter. Let's move on to Nazarite. Nazarite, of course. Jesus. This man. Um, what can I say about Nezarek? So Nezarek, the final god of pain, one of the coolest things I think I've ever heard, right? Final god of pain, it's a big deal. Big deal, right? Uh, wow, this guy uh, is not very intimidating once you start damage, but everything leading up is very intimidating as his Abyssal Cleave can just one-shot you for whatever. For just whenever. Um, hilarious. And this is really the only reason I think my team took took a while to do this because abyssal cleave is so hard to evade in any way because you have to know you're being hit then you have to know to take evasive moves then you have to know to like take cover behind something and i think my team was really struggling juggling that and all of the ads spawning in so all that coupled together i think that took us out of the way it that took us longer than getting to nezarect i believe to kill Nezarek. So it took us a good bit on Nezarek. And it wasn't damage. Again, it wasn't damage. It was just staying alive. It was just not dying to uh, the Colossus that spawned in from mid-left-right. It was it was not dying to random Nezarek punches. It wasn't dying to not getting refuge in time. You know, these were just random little things. It, it was not one thing. It was just a combination of all things happening. But I think added to the problem of Nezarek... Uh, Added to the problem of this raid, I think, again, comes in the form of Nezeract, as once you start damage, if you found that plate, by the way, the I feel like there's only one really good plate in this entire place. And if you found that plate, you found, you, like, probably cut your time in half. We were using left mid plate, I think. Yeah, for the majority of time. Yes. Um, but the perfect plate... Is actually closest to his little throne situation on the left side. It's the closest plate to his throne. So this is the throne. This is the last seed. And then this is where that plate is sitting. Like right here. That plate is perfect for damage. And the quicker you figured that out, the easier the damage was. Or if you just never figured it out, the harder like your entire raid was. Because I feel like if we would have immediately figured out that, hey, this is the best place because there's virtually no cover for Nazarak to, to walk behind, then we're golden. We sit here and we just nuke this guy. Uh, we were using rockets the whole time, so we had no real problem with damage. We probably should have used Thunderlord because it really did take a while for my team to kind of get used to shooting rockets and not missing. Um, I think we were uh, a lot of my teammates were having... Uh, problems like guessing where he'd go versus like they would probably shoot where they're like oh he's right there shoot but he would do something and slightly move so they had the i think they were having trouble just like oh he's moving to the right let's move to the right shoot there now i was using div so i didn't have that too much of a problem like worrying about that because i was using div to aid in his teleporting so you could still shoot of course the div bubble that was on the ground and still do damage and i was I was using an auto-loading rocket with that, so I was able to help a little bit with DPS. So we're very proud of that, by the way. I, I was fourth on the DPS charts on the clear. So I was like, okay, I, I, you know, I was, I'm not full of shit here. So I was using Thunder Crash Titan, so that, that helps too. Um, don't really have too, too much to add. The, the, again, the biggest problem with this one with for us was just dying to, to, to Nesarag's fucking Abyssal Gleaves. The Abyssal Gleaves just nuked our team, like, over and over again. Like, I remember specifically two of our uh, clan mates, um, 
naked don't uh just like that was kind of the biggest issue like a basically would come in the air and then wham and just just instant kill them like you couldn't do anything i think they were stacking two void resists and a concussive and it just lol it just lulls at you and you're dead you're dead fam so um that's all i have to add from our my specific day one um outlook let's say now i'd like to add a couple remarks on the how this stands up and what might have happened let's talk about what might have happened with this specific raid now i want to be clear with this um i'm incredibly proud of both myself and my teammates for clearing this raid uh, this is not something i've ever done before and i was very happy i was ecstatic uh, i still have the clips of, of hearing everyone freak out when we kill them it was very nice it, it was very nice it's gonna be something i remember for a long time uh because it was very it was it was very momentous when we finally were able to kill Nazarak. But all that being said, and I'm proud of everyone who did it. No one should be ashamed. Um and let's let's talk about some stats before we do this. Now I'm re recording this on the 17th of March. So the Bungie article celebrating the world's first clear has already come out. So I already have the stats. I can read them off to you. And if you watch my Easy Cheapers Gaming podcast, then you know I love stats. So we're talking about some uh numbers here total players that entered the raid of course this is via bungee so we, this is all exact Five hundred thousand eight hundred. sorry five hundred thousand five hundred eighty two thousand four hundred twenty eight players that cured cladicalism three hundred sixty one thousand six hundred thirty three players that cleared decision three hundred fifteen thousand thirty six players that cleared macrocosm two hundred forty nine thousand seven hundred thirty one players that cleared nezerat one hundred ninety seven thousand six hundred ninety four now add to that unique players that cleared the full raid i.e players that got all four reward events 190,459 now if you're confused why the players that clicked Nezeract the unique players why we have two different numbers for that unique players as in people who did not rerun the raid important to note a lot of the stats that we saw prior to Bungie giving out full stats were people rerunning the raid that's why we got that 44% uh, completion rate number now the full completion rate is 33% so, again, that's still the highest it's ever been. But that is important to note because that is, impo that is important context to have because fifty, almost 50% 50 is is insanity. But now 33, that, that's okay. That's, that's a little more clear, especially, again, given the difficulty of this specific raid, right? This isn't Val. This isn't Last Wish. These are... Th this is nothing compared to, compared to those things. Those are very hard, very deep mechanic driven raids this one is i would say almost near spectacle raid if anything but let's get into that later what are the factors that contributed to, to this maybe feeling easier than others right i know there's a lot of people like myself out there that have probably never gotten a clear and were able to do this one and again we should be very proud of ourselves but why was it this raid and i think that's I think that's I think there's numerous reasons for this specific situation, right? Why this one? And I think it's easy to say, well, it was easier, right? I think that is missing the forest for the trees and is an incredible um an incredible 
simplification of what actually has happened here. Uh, just saying it's easier is just not enough to me. Uh, there's a there's a lot of things, um, and I think it's almost I think we can narrow it down to about four things. Of course, the the actual mechanics, how powerful we are, are in actual mods and abilities. Everything was unlocked for us, so everyone who signed in on Lightfall Day, if you had some prior knowledge of the game, you were given keys to the castle. You were given all the mods. You were given loadouts. You were given. I mean, there's no more affinity, so you can go crazy with all these mods. You could just equip everything. All the new frag, you know, these fragments and, and all these things. Power creep is is a word that you can use for this. Again, I think that it is, is naming the problem without discussing how it is happening, right? How do you find a disease? It's figuring out the symptoms, right? Not just saying power creep and moving on. Let's discuss why are we so strong. I think that can be discussed in a bunch of ways. I think that can be discussed in the artifact mods that we got this season. Um, that I think has completely changed one very key factor that I don't really hear too, too, too many people talking about. And that's the anime economy. Bricks from Beyond is an insanity perk. Insane perk. When you can when you can tweak the ammo economy to your favor, it completely changes entire raids, entire encounters to your benefit. The animal economy in bungee games are generally very well or not bungee games, sorry, in best destiny are very well well thought out, but they've always tweaked them in some way. We can even look at Last of Wish for this. For defeating Taken Combatants, generate heavy ammo. I don't remember the, the specific mod now, but if you defeated Taken Combatants, you generate heavy ammo. That was an incredible perk back back in uh, year two. And we see that here, except it's free, and you don't have to clear a raid to get it, or clear encounters in a raid. Uh, you just level up an artifact, and you get something that generates you heavy ammo, for getting void weapon kills. That's pretty insanity. Now, it's not like it's giving out to you like it's holiday season, but it's giving out way, 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 way too much in terms of this being the same season that a day one raid comes out. I think all of that coupled with that, coupled with things like the new mod system where I can stack firepower, which gives me an orb of power with a void siphon, which constantly gives me new um void um orbs on multi-kills mixed with innervation mixed i mean we can just keep naming things that that like how insane you can strong you can make yourself uh, my void devour titan build is bonkers in this new economy bonkers i'm picking up an orb i get devour i pick up a breach i get devour i i, I mean in, in the if you're if you're running a tight knit team, you're getting orbs like crazy, so you can constantly just refill your health by just looking for an orb. Like Devour is still in this game, so it's, it, you're, you are very strong when you walk into Root of Nightmares, right? Of course, uh, there's the meme of you can run a machine gun in this raid and and never take it off, and, and that's pretty true. I mean, you can really just if you just put on Thunderlord. That's all you really need. You don't really need to do anything else. Now, 
was this intentional? I don't know. We're skipping around a lot. And, and again, it's easy to use. Normal people to my content would know that. I love jumping around. But was this intentional? Was this meant to be kind of an easier raid? If we look back on our rating, it's been a while since we've had an easier one. Are these meant to be harder? We don't know. Bungie's never really discussed their... their outlook on how difficulty should be managed in specific raid to raid releases and i don't think they even do that i don't think they make sit down and go let's make a difficult raid i think they they figure out probably the setting they f probably figure out like what they want to do and they get creative and 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 talk with their team like hey what can we do what what's a cool place we can do you know so there's a lot of collaboration i don't think they sit down and go like hey let's make an easy one let's make a hard one let's make you know it just kind of happens probably that way uh, throughout the way of development and important to note again if you watch my show you you know this but Bungie all this was made Lightfall was made predominantly work from home predominantly work from home now what that speaks to the quality if that affects the quality I'm not here to judge that currently as I'm still kind of engaging in it i would say this was i remember vividly that many people working at bungie were kind of flexing that lightfall was being made were uh being made from home from a lot of people i find that interesting as lightfall especially the campaign and now the raid is some of the most divisive content they've released in a very long time which queen was beloved by pretty much everybody i don't think many people had a bad thing to say about it really at all and here we are with Lightfall seeing criticisms from many people that the community base a lot of their thoughts, opinions off of, not on, off of. Um, people like Bife criticizing the actual lore, which Spongy usually nails, at least in many aspects, uh, their greater lore of their games. Criticizing their lore, we, we, we see Dado criticizing pretty much everything about uh, the campaign as well, and everything about the raid pretty much everyone has some opinion on the difficulty here i mean here here i am right here talking to you about difficulty so everyone wants to give their opinion on this hot button topic but to start summarizing my thoughts and bringing to a close everything um i think a lot of this stems from mechanics being very simple us being incredibly strong to the point where if I'm on a well warlock, I can get my super back in about 16 seconds. Uh, if I have something to kill with a grenade. So if I have Starfire Protocol on and I cast a well, I can make a well before the well goes away. That is... That's one person. So, like, we can make two other people that do that. Right? It We're... We're talking insanity. Controversial hold, you can do the same thing. Ashes to assets, triple stack. Get a couple grenade kills. You probably have two-thirds to your Nova. You can nuke something. Like it's, it's insane how strong we are. We can get supers back so fast. Who cares about intellect, right? Fire sprites. I can't believe they put that. I mean, I can't believe they put that in the game and didn't nerf Starfire. I, I really, it really, it really baffles my mind that I can have Ember of Mercy, which, um, I get Ember of Mercy and Resolved confused. I believe Mercy is solar grenade kills to heal you. And then Resolve is fire sprites give you 
restoration and reviving does too. So <clears throat> I want those two by themselves are nuts. Of course, adding Siri to make fire sprites, but those three just insanity, right? You're, you're on a Starfire. So, so now the main drawback of Starfire not being able to hear yourself is completely negated with one fragment. I mean, come on. Of course, if you're running Emperor, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Phoenix Dive, all these things, but you know what I mean. We have become so strong that we're curb something a lot of things. And I did hear a lot of people say like, hey, the legend thing was harder than contest. I really don't agree. I mean, a lot of people are saying like the legend or uh, master. Uh, uh, what's what's the strike? The new strike hypernet current, I believe is harder than than con I was like, mm, no, that's that's a little hyperbolic. That's not that we're talking about two different activities. That is not true. I heard a lot of people say the legend um exotic mission was harder than day one con again. I think we're being a little hyperbolic. That is not true. I disagree entirely. I've done them. No. It is not no. It is not harder. It is not or it's not easier. Uh day one is not easier than, than all things. So people need to relax a bit. Let's keep our criticisms realistic and not uh, try to make our point using hyperbole as it kind of destroys all of our arguments, right? I think that's uh, about everything I wanted to give my full thoughts on. The raid, although it was easier, I'm still proud of what we did. I think this actually puts us very nice to do the reprise raid that's coming out very soon. Um... If it's not Wrath, I mean, we're rioting, correct? Everyone listening to this? Are we going to just straight up riot? Because I would like to. I'd very much like to riot if if, if we if we could. Anyways. Thank you, everyone, for, for bringing, bringing yourself to this specific podcast, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you'd like to call this. Thank you for listening to me blabble on for about 30 minutes. On my thoughts on this raid, I really am confused on what happened in this specific situation i don't think this was a loss really at all and by the way in terms of bungie all this negativity i'm gonna put that in quotes negativity uh is from people who are going to come back for the next expansion right now not to diminish criticisms from them right i'm not trying to do that i'm just saying from a business perspective from bungie's point of view this was the most engaged raid they have ever had in both metrics from twitch and both metrics from social media whether that's negative or not who cares you still have people talking about your game and people checking out their game um so at the end of the day i don't I, if i'm at bungie i'm like yeah no we had some negativity but i am of the mind bad press is still press bad press it's still press people are still talking about your stuff and as long as it's not anything egregious that we don't need to bring up here but like as long as it's nothing insanity then it still makes sense to still be happy that people are talking about your stuff. They actually had to disable comments because people are being so gross about this. People really need to relax. I do wish, it, obviously this couldn't happen. I do wish we could have some sort of system that like, if you were, if you're going to talk shit about day one contest, uh, you had to have done it. I really feel like that. Similar to how I feel about voting where like people want to complain, like, but they don't vote. I'm like, you should vote if you're going to complain. I feel like you should be able, you should, if you're making Reddit posts about how easy it was in quotes, take a picture of that emblem with your name. Take a picture of that emblem, 
attach it to that Reddit post because I need I need to I need to verify you're not BSing me. All right. Let's be clear about that, because uh, I do feel like we have a lot of people talking out of their ass. If I'm being frank, a lot of people are giving their opinions because they want to be cool. Uh, and uh, they did not do what we all did. I'm almost positive that probably a third, if not half, of people criticizing it did not even do it. And I very much believe that if you are to fully criticize the difficulty, you should have completed it if it was that easy. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Again, this is not to degrade anyone's comments on the raid. Everyone should have comments on whatever they're doing. Just know that I might not care if I don't know you did it or not. But hey, who am I? That is my full thoughts on Rue of Nightmares. Oh, oh, and I think a lot of people are getting baited, by the way. I saw people, like, posting like, on Reddit, like, oh, I like to turn my brain off during this day one contest. And people took that seriously. I think even Dado said that in his video. I'm like, dude, you got baited. No one's actually means that. No one actually seriously means they like like to turn their brain off and play day one contest mode. Please, come on. Let's be let's be serious here. Um, I will say the base difficulty of Root of Nightmares is way, way too low. Way too low. Way too low. We we I hope they, this will never this won't happen. They're not going to buff the rate. It's just not going to happen. But being so po powerful already and doing root of nightmares, it's like, ooh, I I'm I am not really being challenged at all. I can just slap on commemoration and just hold W and win. So I, I wish that could be changed. It's not going to, but I wish it could. Um, aside from that, that that really is all I have to add. But I thank everyone who who took the time to to listen to this video. Uh, this is the first time I've ever made a full on Destiny, full on Destiny content. Really, anything I've given my thoughts and things on some things on my regularly scheduled podcast, but I've never really sat down and really discussed my thoughts on something. So, thank you so much for listening to that. Remember, you can check out my regularly scheduled programming. I'm not changing anything for my uh, week to week basis. I'm still doing my podcast about the gaming news and all these things, so you can still find me there. Uh, thank you so much again. Like, comment, subscribe, share. You know the drill. Thank you so much again um, for listening. I think I'm going to actually do this on audio as well, as I generally leave my YouTube videos YouTube-y, but I'm going to actually throw this on podcast services as well. So look out for all of that. Five-star review, all these things. Thank you so much um, again for checking me out. And remember, go achieve. See you in the next one.